This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's Friday night. It's the preview show. It's the No Nay Never Podcast! Hello and welcome to the preview show from the No Nay Never Podcast. This week it's me, producer Matt, stepping in for... Natalie, who has been unfortunately detained at work on many an evening this week. I think she's busier than an EU translator this week. So, But as always, we have our ever-reliable and ever-well-organised Statman Dave, who joins us. Dave, hello. Great to be back. Thanks, uh, Matt, and it's uh, good to have you back on the podcast. Yes, I, yeah, I've not been on since the, uh, since the opening weekend, um, but we've got so many uh, panellists this year that... Um, that we, we always have enough to cover the main show and you you look after this show so well uh, it feels like ages though with the international break since we since we've done anything podcasty it does yeah it's been uh, been a little seems like a long time with the uh, break obviously uh, uh, dwight mcneil getting his under 21 uh, competitive first start and got an assist in that game so that was uh, good and one or two other uh, uh, internationals elsewhere, but it'd be good to get back to the uh, the proper football on Saturday. Absolutely, and this week is Leicester City away, three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. But before we get to that match, we need to rewind a couple of weeks. And on the last preview show, um, Dave posed a quiz question. Well, we did, but there was a little bit of a, a <laughs> interesting one with this. And um, the editing, as as you well know, uh, gives the pretense of our podcast being absolutely totally seamless. But we can let the listener in a little secret here. Um, last time for our section with Matt Jones from the Blue Room podcast, uh, we recorded that after the main part of the Everton preview show. So when the t- uh, 2009 Burnley Everton match, which happened to be the same match as the subject of our quiz question, came up in the discussion, uh, Natalie had to cleverly throw in a red herring so as not to reveal the name of the goal scorer for our quiz. She did. Very cleverly done there. And the question was, back in August 2009, Burnley welcomed Everton to Turf Moor for a competitive match for the first time in 33 years. Brian Jensen saved a Louis Saha spot kick, his second penalty save in consecutive home matches, but which player scored the winning goal to give Burnley a 1-0 victory that day? Dave, put everybody out of their misery. 
Uh, yeah, the answer, of course, was not Martin Patterson, which was uh, Natalie's little red herring, but Wade Elliott obviously scored the winning goal in the playoff final to get us to the Premier League. Um, and then he scored the goal against Everton to give us the 1-0 victory in that match. So well done, everyone, to, who knew the correct answer to that question. Indeed. And we had uh, we had a few correct answers this week. Um, on Twitter, we had uh, correct answers from John Robertson, who goes under the Twitter handle of Claret Crumpet. Uh, Graham Jennings, who is the real GJJ. And we also had a Twitter DM from Rob Thomas. So congratulations to all them. And uh, we'll have another question for you at the end of this show. Opposition stats. So without further ado now, now that that's wrapped up, let's uh, move on and have a look at Leicester City. Yeah, so in terms of Leicester City, they began life as Leicester Foss in 1884. Uh, They joined the Football League uh, 10 years later in 1894. And in 1919, they changed their name to Leicester City. Indeed, very good. And... uh... Speaking of names, what nicknames have they had over the years? Uh, Well, most football fans now refer to them as uh, the Foxes, and the image of a fox was introduced to their crest as long ago as 1948. Um, But going further back, some newspaper articles have uh, referred to them as the Filberts, um, and prior to that, the nickname the Fossils was also used. Interesting. Obviously, one of those uh, nicknames refers to one of their grounds, so just give us a recap on where they've played over the years. Uh, Yeah, they played their home games at Filbert Street, which was the name of the ground they played at between 1891 and 2002, Uh, but Leicester City moved into a brand new home for the start of the 2002-03 season. Uh, Located on uh, uh, Filbert Way, which is a nod to the name of their previous home, the ground was initially known as the Walker Stadium for sponsorship purposes, but later became known as the King Power Stadium in 2011. It's got a current capacity of just over 32,000, and Burnley's initial allocation for this weekend's match was reported as 1,287 tickets. Indeed, they've got one of those shiny brand new stadiums that seem to be springing up all over the country. But anyway, back to the rest of themselves... Who's their, uh, their all-time goal scorer? Who tops their charts? Um, a, a man called Arthur Chandler. He scored 273 goals in 419 matches for Leicester City. Uh, that's going back quite a way, though. That's between 1923 and 1935. He's their all-time highest goal scorer. Um, and looking at matches against Burnley, uh, four different left Leicester players have scored five times in matches against Burnley. Uh, the most recent of those is someone will... Uh, probably remember, uh, David Nugent, um, who as well as being an ex-Claret, also had a knack of scoring against Burnley for other clubs as well. He did indeed, he did. Uh, what's the uh, the heaviest Burnley defeat what, uh, that they've suffered there? Yeah, going back through the records for that one, on Boxing Day 1927, Le- Leicester City registered a 5-0 win, and that was at Filbert Street. Um, and that's the only time that Burnley have lost by five goals on their travels to Leicester. Very good. And then on the other side of that, the biggest Burnley win down there. Um, yeah, we've had two wins at Leicester by a margin of four goals. Uh, in January 1921, Burnley won 7-3 in an FA Cup first-round tie. And then a little bit more recently than that, but still going back quite a few years, in September 1961, uh, goals from Gordon Harris, two each from John Connolly and Jimmy Robson, and another from Ray Pointer, helped the Clarets to a 6-2 win, and that was in a first-division encounter. 
Excellent, excellent. Now, it's been a while since we've won down there. When was our last win there, Dave? Um, yeah, we've, we have had a little bit of a poor run. We haven't won on any of our last eight visits to Leicester, and we've had four draws and four defeats uh, since a 1-0 win in November 2007. Uh, that, you may remember, was Steve Davies's 1-0 match as caretaker manager, which was just after the departure of Steve Cottrell. Um, going back a little bit further, for Burnley's last top-flight win at Leicester, we've got to go all the way back to October 1968 um, and in that match both captains uh, Leicester's Alan Clark and Burnley's Colin Waldron uh, were both sent off after a clash in the first half Burnley went on to win the match 2-0 uh, Frank Casper scored a penalty just before half time and then John Murray scored just after the break a second goal to give Burnley a, a 2-0 win so that's uh, over 50 years now isn't it for uh, Burnley's last top flight win at Leicester it is. It'd, it'd be nice to kind of reset the clock on that one on Saturday. Um, just remind us what happened last season when we were down there, Dave. Uh, yeah, last season's visit to Leicester, that was in November, was a, a rather sombre occasion. It was the Foxes' first home match after the helicopter crash, which ca- uh, claimed the lives of their owner, two other members of staff and the two pilots. And it was perhaps one of those occasions when the result was secondary, although a goalless draw was the outcome. Um, that's, as I say, just, uh, just under 12 months ago, November uh, 2018. Yeah, I remember that. I think myself and you did the uh, the podcast following that, and uh, uh, it was a, a difficult one to surmise with with not much action, and but apart from the, uh, the the tributes being paid, and I think in fact there's a a walk taking place before the match this weekend in memory of the chairman. Um, I, I assume it's probably the, the closest home game to, to the anniversary. Yeah, they did one last year and they're doing another one again this year. It just happens that Burnley were uh, with a team for, for that one as well. So I think they're encouraging fans um, and, and Burnley fans as well to uh, to join in on that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a, another um, emotional day. Uh, since uh, since we're done there last season, last they've changed their manager. Tell us who's in charge now. Uh, they have. They've now got Brendan Rodgers in charge. He left Celtic earlier this year in February to take over at Leicester City. Uh, he was born in Northern Ireland in 1973, uh, so he's now 46 years of age. And he's also managed Watford, Reading, Swansea City and Liverpool. Uh, Sean Dyche was the academy coach at Watford during Brendan Rodgers' time at Vicarage Road. Interesting indeed. So, so link. At, yes, they, 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 it all links together, doesn't it? Um, Burnley's overall record then, they're head-to-heads again down at, uh, down at Leicester. Yeah, so again, we're looking at just away matches for this. We've played uh, Leicester away 56 times. We've won 15, drawn 18 and lost 23. And when we look at it just for top flight away matches, because quite a lot of them have been, um, well, either cup matches or in lower leagues. Uh, so for top flight away matches at Leicester, it's played 25 won six, drawn eight, and lost 11. Mm, so, again, it'd be, it'd be nice to try and balance that out if we can get a get another win on Saturday, bring that up to seven top flight wins, would be great. So, just uh, let us know who's played for both teams. And you've already mentioned one, I think, but uh, who else has played for, for the Foxes? Yeah, quite a few. Uh, we'll just give a selection of them here, of players who've represented Burnley and Leicester since the Second World War. Um, going back through time, Andy Lockhead, uh, Neil Brewcock, Winston White, uh, Frank Sinclair, David Nugent, as you say, who we've already mentioned, uh, Joey Johnson, Danny Coyne and Adiakim Bay. And from our current squad, uh, Ben Mee and Chris Wood have also had spells at Leicester City. 
Very good, very good. And finally, just to wrap up the uh, the details for the weekend, who's going to be the man in the middle who's refereeing us on Saturday? Yeah, I tweeted this out earlier in the week on Monday when it was uh, announced, and it's, uh, it wasn't particularly popular, popular looking at the replies. Although, having said that, um, the man who's in charge uh, did send off uh, Jamie Vardy in a, a Leicester match a couple of years ago, so I don't think he's too popular down there either. Uh, it's John Moss. He's going to be taking charge on Saturday afternoon, and he'll be helped by the video assistant referee, Andy Madley, who's back in the Stockley Park studio. Very good indeed. Statman Dave's Stat of the Week. Now then, we have got, obviously, much many more stats in your, uh, in your, in your stat books. Uh, but what have you got for our miscellaneous Stat of the Week this week, Dave? Yeah, an interesting one. This we talked about Leicester's new ground, um, which was uh, Walker Stadium, as it was known when it was uh, when it was first opened. Um, Burnley made their first visit there uh, in two thousand two, not long after it had opened. Um, and between then and uh, two thousand seven, in five visits, uh, the Clarets kept clean sheets in all five games. Uh, we came away with four one nil wins and a nil-nil draw, which was a, a remarkable record for um, away matches. Um, but we've paid for it since then, as we said, with the eight games after that and not having a win at all. So these things do balance themselves out. We're looking, as you say, to try and uh, redress the balance a bit and trying to get a, a, a positive result, get a, a win on Saturday. Brilliant. That's, uh, that's very, very nice little stuff for us there. Now, normally at this point in the uh, in the podcast, we would uh, go over and talk to an opposition fan. But unfortunately, this week, work commitments on both sides from from the Leicester podcast and from ourselves have meant that, that that's just not been possible. Um, so uh, we'll we'll have to move on from that section, and we'll uh, we'll move on to uh, what we our thoughts on the match and and how we see it might it going. Um, Sean Dyche gave a, a bit of an injury update today, Dave, didn't he? And um, talked about uh, Goodmanson being out for quite a few weeks with the injury that he picked up with Iceland. Um, and it's, I think it's touch and go whether Jack Cork will be uh, will be ready for Saturday. Uh, so uh, the midfield might have a bit of a, a different look to it this week as they line up. How do you how do you see it lining up, and, and how do you see the match going? Because Leicester have been. I've been pretty strong this season, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it'll be a tough match, I think. It's, um, well, always a tough match going down there, but they're on uh, on quite a good run. I think you mentioned about the uh, player injuries. I think Ashley Barnes has been mentioned as another uh, doubt for Saturday as well. Is, so yeah. it might be um, a case of having to uh, make one or two changes in the, in the team and rely on the... Um, the players who were second string, but I think we've got now the setup is such that we've got backup players in every position. The good news is Eric Peters is uh, training again this week. Um, he's uh, available to play, although whether he'll get his place back, um, I don't know. So it might be a case of uh, possibly Jay Rodriguez getting a start on um, uh, on Saturday and, and Matty Vidra being there as a, an option from the bench as well. So just it, it'd be interesting to see how we do set up, whether we do go 4-4-2, whether we try and play um, a little bit different away from home and, and have a, a plan B. I think it's, it's going to be a tricky game. Um, I'm hopeful of getting a result and I would predict uh, a 1-1 draw. Mm, yeah, I, I, I kind of had that score. I had a score draw in my head as well. I think it's, it, it feels like the first... First real test of, uh, of the depth of our squad when when hit by more than one injury, really. So uh, we'll see we'll see who makes it for Saturday. Fantasy Premier League update. 
So now we move on to look at the, the Fantasy Premier League, which, you know, uh, final reminder for anybody who hasn't uh, picked their team and submitted it, if you listen to this in enough time, get that in. Um, but looking back at the last game week, how did that finish up and how is the, uh, the Nona Never League looking, Dave? Uh, well, we've got a new leader back at the top. Uh, Rob Greenwood has climbed his way back to the top of our uh, fantasy league um, with his team, Ospina Colada, um, and he's broken the 500 points, Barry. He's got 501 points, which is a, a psychological uh, boost. Um, he's holding off competition from Michael Freeman's up the Clarets, who we've mentioned previously. Uh, they're in second place with 486 points, so a little bit of a, a gap there. And then we've got Tall Paul with his team, Tall Paul, um, back up to third place on 481 points and what about the other end of the table uh natalie's not here to defend herself this week but she's uh, still in the race for the wooden spoon and she seems to have uh, cemented her place back in the bottom three um uh, but the highest placed of our known and never podcasters is our very own richard Steele, who's doing reasonably well he's in 13th place on 459 points so still within striking distance of the top three Mm, yeah, he seems to have got, got that no, team known in ever first place kind of cemented at the minute. Um, so who picked up the most points from game week eight in, in our known in ever league? Yeah, looking down, it's actually Sam Martins, Lord of the Ings. Uh, I wonder whether he uh, has former Claret Darren, uh, Danny Ings as his uh, automatically his captain of that team. Uh, he, he got 69 points, which was an impressive uh, total last week. It was probably about double what I got because I had a, a poor week last week, but I think I still only went down one place. Um, I'm languishing about uh, 10, point, uh, 10 places ahead of Natalie, so not doing too well, but there's a, a long way to go. And did any Burnley players, I mean, we, we, we had a victory over Everton, obviously, in game week eight. Any Burnley players do enough to make the dream team that week? Uh, we didn't quite. Uh, despite us winning, as you say, we didn't get any players into the uh, game week eight dream team, but the highest player overall in terms of uh, points was Wolverhampton Wanderers' uh, Adama Traore. He got 16 points, so it proves that there are um, options for getting other players in to uh, to boost your points up, and it's 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 a game of skill, isn't it? I mean, um, as we're, we're finding out, I think uh, some people are doing a lot better than others, um, but there is a long way to go. So we we, we can hold out hope that uh, there's uh, room for improvement as the season goes on. Absolutely. Well, we'll continue to follow the uh, the race to win the No and Never podcast fantasy premier league and uh, obviously give you an update on our next preview show after game week nine has all been completed quiz question. so finally this week as we mentioned at the start we have our, uh, our weekly quiz question to leave you with Dave, do you want to give us your quiz question for this week? Yes, we've got a quiz question prepared. We, we did mention this game earlier in the podcast, but we didn't give away the uh, the answer, so hopefully uh, uh, some Burnley fans will remember back for this one. Um, and the question is, who scored Burnley's goal in the 1-0 win at Leicester City in November 2007, which was also the Clarets' last away win against the Foxes? That's the one where uh, Steve Davis was uh, uh, was caretaker manager. Um, you can always take a look at the Burnley Stats page for some help or inspiration for our weekly quiz questions. I'll give you a short link for that. It's bit, uh, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Burnley Stats. And that's all in lowercase. Very good. So if you know the answer to that, please tweet us at No Name Ever or post on our Facebook page, which is No Name Ever, or you can email us at podcast 
at nonanever.net. And as always, we'll give you the answer to the question at the start of our next preview show, which will be at the end of next week. So thank you very much today for joining me this evening. Uh, a short notice when uh, Natalie pressed the panic button from her desk. Our biggest thanks, of course, go to you, the listener, for downloading and listening to this podcast. And uh, hopefully this has got you back into the uh, into the Burnley rhythm, ready for the, the match this Saturday afternoon away at Leicester. Uh, Godspeed to all clarets who are making the journey down there to the King Power Stadium. And uh, I'm sure you will, as you did last year, do us proud in respecting um, any memorial that there is for the former Leicester chairman this Saturday. Uh, this has been the preview show from the No Name Never podcast. Until next time. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.